Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Teach, Sleep, Repeat. My name is Dylan. And my name is Hayden. Turn around. <laughs> Please don't do it. <laughs> because some people don't watch it. They won't know what you're going on, Hayden. What do you mean our customers don't watch? <laughs> For anyone do. who isn't watching, Hayden was full on just staring me in the face right there. It's it? more conversational and I can stop looking at myself on the who, screen. I must say, I, I noticed it all last week that you I have not say. changed. You have not changed staring at yourself. I, I must say. Stop it. <laughs> Don't, don't try and mock me at how I'm talking because you know you stare at yourself. I can't help it. There's nothing new to see. I know. You look, just... you've, you've looked the same since you were 22. I'm looking for the shine. <laughs> anyway, we're on like episode 31 now, but we, we changed how we... Like, this is season two. It's 32, but yeah. Is it 32? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it goes to show, doesn't it? Season two, episode... Mm. Oh! <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> we really take this seriously, guys. Mm. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, you've seen the title of the episode we really 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 want to talk about tas and we will get on to that today but as always how was your week oh dylan said to me before the podcast you're gonna ask me how my week was first this yep. time well you know i'm the lead anchor i told so. him i wouldn't um oh no cheat notes because you gotta remember <laughs> you <laughs> got no remember, idea remember my week oh, what, was the, what was the story there's a theme here <laughs> he can't remember anything uh, that um that section went down so well and, and the uh, uh, last week about me trying to make you remember the lyrics. Oh, right! I had so yeah. many people message about it and say it's funny. And my favorite moment <laughs> was in school today because we record on our assembly day where we sing songs. Yeah, on our singing yeah, assembly yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I walked into the assembly today with my children, dropped them off, <laughs> leaving assembly because I wasn't on duty this week. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the person who leads assembly said to me, oh, I can't wait to hear your voice cutting through next week. <laughs> I was oh. Like, oh, you listened. listened. And, uh, Were yeah. they singing the song? Did they do that song? I don't know. I left. I wasn't on duty. Oh, I see. Like, so I, literally, yeah. I, I dropped them off and I went. Oh. So I've, I've got no idea. Yeah, nice. But I think next time Cauliflower's Fluffy come on, I might sing it, but with your lyrics. Yeah. Cauliflower's Fluffy and Cabbage is Ripe. Strawberries <laughs> Ripe and Cauliflower Ripe. Everything's ripe in this ripe old song. <laughs> Yeah. Right, 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 right. Our harvest assembly. Like, it's, it's going to be so when parents come and watch. Like, I, I guess it's okay. the time of year where they do get ripe. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. It's embarrassing. Well, speaking of assembly, yep. that I don't know if you noticed. You haven't really mocked me over it, so you probably didn't. But I forgot to come to assembly. Unbelievable. Um, as well as the rest of your six. We, we were under the impression that there wasn't Too an assembly. cool for today. the Yeah, we just didn't turn up. And I didn't even get the hint. It's so funny looking back, right? So the person that leads our assembly yeah. um, came to my classroom. Right. Like, basically at the time that assembly would start. Right. I didn't even, I didn't even clock on that it was like... That, that yeah it could be her assembly right yeah. and asked for a child to come and do the do the do the do the, the screen at the front you know to hold like scroll down with the lyrics What's the, pre the presentation yeah yeah, yeah, the bit, yeah because <laughs> for assembly i don't know about you guys but if you're working in a school like it's quite commonly year like, six there's, there's, the yeah job. there's a child a year, year six kid that gets to like put the new cd in or scroll yeah. down on the screen for the lyrics for everyone and i was like yeah yeah okay yeah I didn't even consider the idea that that was because, that's because there's an assembly that I should be in. And she was too polite. I said to her after, I was like, you should have just said, are you coming yeah, to assembly? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I missed that. But it did allow for something quite fun to happen because obviously I was finishing up my lesson. So we do maths and then we have an assembly afterwards, mm. right? Um, so I was finishing up my maths kind of at normal time. And it's more layers of forgetting here because at that point I'd forgotten that we weren't having an assembly. Oh so God. I was finishing my maths at um, a normalish time and then as i was as i finished i was like wait no 
Oh, kids, Wait, we've got 15 more minutes. We, no, I'm going to stop because we're going to clarify this timetable, right? <laughs> when did when did she come in and get the child for assembly? After or before you'd forgotten and realized? Um, so what's the timeline here? So you did a maths lesson yeah. and you thought it was assembly, so you stopped. Yeah, I was stopping. Then you realized... She, oh, no, no, she'd come in by this point. So she'd come in to get someone. Yeah. And then you got ready to go to that assembly she got yeah. for someone. And then you decided actually... No. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't put two and two together that the reason she was getting a child is because it was her assembly. I just thought she was going to do a music right, okay. lesson. I thought right. she was coming for a child because she quite often comes around right, and will okay, just okay, get a kid okay. for a music lesson. Sure. So I was like, oh, it's just a music lesson or something. Okay. This, is the and then... this is the ultimate story for you. <laughs> I forgot that I had forgotten. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. then I was like, right, kids, it's, you know, 10 past or whatever. We've got to go to assembly. And then as I was doing that, I was like, wait, no, we don't have assembly. Oh, and I was, and I was like, oh man, we've just finished. Like we've stopped. We've finished the lesson. Um, I was like, this is great though, isn't it, kids? Because we can do a bit of reflection now. And they were like, oh, <laughs> Gosh, brilliant. Classic. So I got them all to do like a bit of reflection on their work. I was like, you'll make it easier for me to mark. You know, I can see mm. what your thoughts are on this yeah. process. Did that for five minutes, eat yeah. that out, still had another <laughs> 10 minutes. And I was like, well, I have worked them quite hard today. <laughs> what should we do? And one of the kids said, can we please watch one of your YouTube videos? Oh, God. So again, if you haven't been listening to us for, for ages, you might not know, but we do some educational stuff on YouTube as well as a for part of our business. Mm. And um, and some of the kids have clocked on, obviously, because it's, it is aimed at that sort of age. The ultimate hook. It just is. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's, you know, it's for families to prepare at home. And uh, we make some silly, we, we, we do some silly things in our videos. And in one of them, we were trying to be like super cool with this video, with our, our editing, weren't we? And like doing funny stuff. And we had a, like a forfeit and it was how quickly can Dylan do a SATS paper? And if he did it under a certain time, then I got pied in the face. But if I didn't and I failed... He gets pied in the face. So... One of the kids wanted to watch that. And I was like, you know what? They probably will enjoy that because it is quite a funny video. But also, you know, you're showing them what a SATS paper is. I know. Like. And we were and we were genuinely doing something very SATS paper related today. Mm. We were, it was our first lesson on multiplication. Mm. And I and I and we were just doing pure fluency. And I showed them a bunch of SATS questions on uh, long multiplication. Yeah. So it was really related as well. And I was like, <laughs> this is perfect because the kids will like seeing you get pied in the face. Yeah. And um, they were watching it and the kids were so engaged. <laughs> I I know I always say this with videos and stuff, but I have never, I felt so good because they were enjoying it so much. Yeah. Just watching you whiz through this paper. We put like speed running music on that the kids will be familiar <laughs> with from like little silly videos. Yeah. And they were like on the edge of their seats. It was getting close to the six minute time limit that I gave him. And it was getting close to the last 10 seconds. They all got up and they went, 10, 9, <laughs> Eight, seven, and, they were, and you were on the last question of the paper, so they didn't know if he was going to make it. And then, Aww. and then you didn't. You went over by six seconds, and they were like, "Oh, oh going crazy!" And then they were like, "Everyone was like, shh, shh, shh," so they could see what happened. And then obviously, I pie you in the face, <laughs> and they were just so happy in that moment. And I was as well, just seeing Aww. them like that. That I was like, "Oh, I love that." And then, what did they do to yeah, you? <laughs> I, I know this happened because obviously, then it was break time after assembly. They go out to break. Yeah. Break time, I send my children out for break time. You know, they come back from assembly, off they go. I'm sat there marking maths. And I'm just at my door, which is open onto the playground. Six, seven, eight, year six is just coming along saying, ah, you got bite in the face. You got bite in the face. <laughs> oh, he showed them a video. And then what really made me laugh was they all went, because in the video, I'm hamming up at the start saying, I'm never going to lose a bet to Hayden. Yeah. All of them are going, oh, I'm never going to lose a bet to Hayden. <laughs> it's really weird <laughs> listening to them say Hayden. Like, yeah, I Steve's. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm never going to lose a bet to Hayden. And they ran off. And then this, this couple, these couple of girls left over at the end. And what was really funny is a couple of my boys in year four now mm. were in the class and, and they really like took offense. Yeah. They were like, that's not very funny. I'm going to tell them to go away. And I was really cute. Yeah, yeah, was defensive, being, like yeah, really defensive. protective of you. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not very nice, is it? Mm. 
Um, and then so th these couple of girls who in year six came in and were like, oh, you know, no, but just so you know, I do prefer you to Mr. Stephen still. <laughs> uh, and then the other one said, yeah, do you know what we'll do? We'll go and call him Voldemort for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he taught them to do that years before. Oh, uh, that year group, man. That's I, the beauty of it though. Like we've, we've had banter before where it's been a year group that you haven't taught yeah. and it's just not the same they don't really care they're like oh yeah you tried really hard like, and i was like hey just stop they yeah, don't they, they don't, don't know who i am but, i didn't teach them <laughs> but these kids man they just love him they just love you and they were so happy to be able to like oh, go and so basically just bond with you over something that's what oh, they yeah. wanted they just wanted yeah. something to connect yeah. with you but it was, what was really funny is you know that girl that said to you yeah oh you're still my favorite though yeah uh, literally five minutes later <laughs> she was outside my classroom for the next lesson and I said, oh yeah, I heard what you said. I heard what you said to Mr. Price. And they're like, what, what, what? And this one girl was like, oh, I didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, you told him you're, you're, you're my favorite. She was like, no, no, you're my favorite. I was like, well, <laughs> you just said the same thing to, to Mr. Price, didn't you? She knows how to get her own yeah. way there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're she... my favorite. Yeah, That's like, the classic mm -hmm. teacher trick. Every single year, every single, you know what, you guys, you are the best class I've ever had. Yeah. You're my favorite class. But there's always that one kid that says what? What about last year? What about <laughs> <Yeah>. last year? <laughs> And they've got like a brother in there and I'm <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. I've been found out here. Yeah. Well, mm. they're all different. My sister said you said that. Oh, well, that was just last year. I've got two sisters. There's one before it as well. <laughs> no, it's, oh. really, it's really weird because every single year, <laughs> it's my new favorite. Yeah. It's really odd that. Yeah. It's really strange. Oh, dear. So oh, that's sweet. That was really nice. Um, other than that, bad news, my grass died. Cool. Well, no one cares. So that's as far no. as we'll go for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, so, it looks horrendous. I'm just going to mm. say when I saw it. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, a bit depressed actually. Are we going to carry on and pretend that this is worthy of talking about? No. Okay. Anyway, you? Yeah, not bad. Um, <laughs> I know there's been a whole thing lately when I've come on and had a little bit of a moan because I'm a bit stressed. Oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, give me attention and help me, please. Oh, I don't know if you know. He's moving house. Yeah, moved house. Uh, moved house. Moved house. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I wanted to make this point that I feel, and I think it's linked to what I'm going to say about my week, is... I'm kind of feel like I'm getting over that stress level. Uh, it, it's coming back down. You know that roller coaster from the house? Oh. Everything. I think okay. everything. Like because it, it, the problem was house start of term one. I think we underestimate as teachers how t awful the start of term one is for our well-being mm -hmm. and for our mental capacity. It and hits you, doesn't it? It just hits you. It hits you. Honestly, it, it's crazy. And uh, I saw a, a poll on X. Yeah, X. Oh yeah. Um, I think you said you stopped using. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I need to stop it. Anyway, I saw a poll on there. And it was uh, basically asking, do you feel the worst you've ever felt at this time of the year? Right. Yeah. And over 50%, like 6% were like, yes, yes. Mm. And I was like, okay, I get it. People are feeling like rubbish right now. And so mm. am I. But number one, it does go. It does pass. It, it tends to, unless you're in a really toxic environment, a really toxic school. Mm. We aren't. Mm. We just aren't. It's, we've been a lovely school with, you know, human beings in charge who you can really talk to about things. Yeah. And who are really sympathetic and... You know, if you need to go out for whatever reason, you've got a, you've got like a meeting at school or an appointment or something. Never, ever, ever is it a problem. Yeah. It, always above and beyond to make everything okay. Really appreciative of that. And it helps you get over those moments, doesn't it? Where you're like, oh, I've got 17 things on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so unless you're in a really toxic school, it does pass. And I think people, I'm not degrading how people feel right now because I felt that way. But I think it's really easy to forget how you feel at this point of every year. <laughs> because I think you you always tell me how there's the same point in every single year where I come up to you and you go, I can't do it anymore. I'm not <laughs> yeah, doing it anymore. Yeah, you do. There, there is this, like this two you or three do. week period every year where I'm just like, what am I doing? And yeah. it's always as bad. Yeah. It's always as stressful. Yeah. It's never any worse. No, it's, it's like uh, the, it's same, exactly it's the same, same thing. Yeah, it's exactly the same, yeah, I think. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the fifth time it happens, it wears you down more. Mm. But I think the actual stress itself and the, the pressures and stuff, term one is horrible, guys. Like, 
you know, if you're feeling like you're getting over that hump, well done. If you still think you're on that hump, it will pass. It will pass. <laughs> or it won't and he's just lying. Um, but hopefully, you feel better. hopefully it will. But what's linked to that is my week this week. I felt like it was the first week with my class where I could really, really engage them and really get them loving their mm. lessons and really enjoy being in class because we spent three or four weeks really trying to embed stuff. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> being horrible. I'm sure you're thinking right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking first five weeks, hated every minute of being in this class. Hated no. school. No, they enjoyed it. But I just felt like there's this barrier this week where, you know, they, they've got their learning behaviors down now. We're not spending as much time just remembering, like trying to teach them how to sit in the chair, you know, <laughs> yeah. how to just hold the pencil and, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, what you've got to do when you walk into the lesson. Yeah. I feel like for one of the first times, and it's, it's in maths because I just love maths. I just love it. We've done rounding all week, mm. right? Which is objectively boring. Yeah. Like, honestly, you just, you're doing the same thing over and over again, <laughs> just really trying to understand, get into the techniques. And basically I binned off my smarts this week and I taught from, from scratch, yeah. from a board. And, and this is through years of experience and knowing exactly what they need to know. For those that don't know, by the way, a smart. Oh, yeah. It's basically, it's like a teacher jargon for a presentation, yeah, like, so like, like a, PowerPoint slides, yeah. that kind of thing. So, you know, I binned all that and I just went from, me stood in front of the whiteboard with the kids. It was modeling. I did it. We did it. They did it. Mm. And I was, you know, I know all the misconceptions. I know exactly what they need to know beforehand, what they need to be able to do after and what the end goal is. Yeah. And it was just that I had the best free maths lessons I've had in so long this, <laughs> this week, honestly, because I just felt like I knew exactly what I wanted from the kids. The kids were so engaged. They were laughing their heads off. And I said to them, uh, we don't have maths tomorrow because it's we got um, someone coming in to do some kind of theatre thing. Did they go, Ah? They were like, oh, I love maths. All yeah, of them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've done my job in these yeah, four weeks yeah, yeah, already because yeah. they they want to come in That's tomorrow. amazing. I, yeah. My aim is to do that over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. get them to enjoy just, the subject. Just, it felt so good because I was like, oh, I've got them. Yeah. They want to be in here counting in fours. Mm. They want to be in here seeing how many tens are in a number. Like all yeah, of these yeah. things, like to the average Joe, of course that's boring. Yeah. But yeah. just fostering that environment when they're like, they're happy and they're engaged and they're like shouting out eight and being silly. Like, I just love being silly. Yeah. And we uh, we did today, we were doing a four times table. And uh, I did just a classic thing on the board where we had a number, number line. So mm -hmm. it goes up uh, to 40. And I typed in all the numbers and we were just doing that really silly, just the silly thing where they were all so engaged because they're just children. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Where every time I got the rule done, I pointed to a number, they had to say it. Yeah. I was like, well, we're going to count. And we always start when we're counting. We always start from, and they were like four. And I was like, no, zero. <laughs> we always start from zero. And then that became a thing. So I tapped on zero there. Zero. Good. Yeah. Right. Let's count in fours then. Tapped on zero. Zero. <laughs> and I tapped on zero again. Zero. <laughs> zero. And they're like, oh, he's... I'm just tapping zero. Yeah. What's he doing? He's, he's a nutter. So simple. So, so simple. <laughs> and then we were zero, four, eight. And we got to 36. Mm. And I didn't move my ruler. And they all went 40. And I went, um, <laughs> did I point to 40? And they're like, I didn't point to 40. Yeah. Look at that, say it. Let's do it again then, shall we? And yeah. I did the same thing. And like three of them this time went 40. And I'm just being silly. And they're like, oh my God. And we just took away numbers randomly. Yeah. And I was just being stupid. Just being yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, at the end, we probably counted to 40 25 times, <laughs> right? Yeah. They didn't, they, they, that wasn't just like, uh, when they Yeah, they were four, just chanting back eight, and forth. And they remember it. Because yeah. they were like, oh yeah, 40. Because Oh, and we always started zero. We always started yeah, zero. Because yeah, you were being silly that time. Silly. And yeah. oh, I, just, I just basically, really tell from me talking on and on, I don't know how long I just taught them, but 
it was that passion. It was that yeah. love again. And I was like, oh, this is what I love about Sometimes this job. Sometimes you just need to bring a bit of silly yeah. to make something horribly boring yeah. actually learnable yeah, exactly. and memorable. <laughs> learnable, With, there you go. <laughs> learningable. You, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> yeah. Making teaching learnable. Yep, make it learningable. I'm trading. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I really am trying. Ralph Wiggum. Um, Today, same sort of thing. We're just obviously, you know, we can't do things differently. No. Um, we were doing in English uh, a lesson on prepositions, mm. and which is obviously just boring. Mm. Preposition, a word class that shows you the position of something is so boring. <laughs> and I sort of said to them, I was like, and they would have done it like yeah, 14 and times. I've got quite a high English set, and I was like, do you already know what this is? <laughs> and I literally was like, put your hand on your head if you are confident enough that you could tell me that there's basically nothing I can do with you today that you don't already know. <laughs> Hands like this, if you're kind of like, probably, but I just want to make sure. And hands on your shoulders, if you think, actually, I don't really know what prepositions are. Basically, no one had their hands on our shoulders. One or two, though, which made me think, okay, I am still going to give a proper sure. input. But most of them are like this. So we ended up playing some preposition song. Mm. And um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've got to spice this up because it is boring. Yeah. Like, what the prepositions in general? And uh, I was like, right, pause the video. I was like, okay, if I point at you and you're not doing your own personalized dance for the next, like, four beats of the song... <laughs> I'm, I'm not happy. <laughs> and they were like, oh, oh, oh. I said, I'll start. I'll start. Play the video. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> For anyone uh, listening, Hayden is flailing his arms like <laughs> yeah, the uh, inflatable, inflatable uh, tube and, man. And then you get the few kids, the few kids that are like, oh, God. And I was like, okay, I won't pick them because I'm not trying to embarrass them. But the other ones, they were just like, oh, my God, please pick me. Please pick me. And it was like, oh, we had probably like a minute of being silly. And as long as they can bring it back, and I know you'll agree with me on this yeah. one as long as they can bring it back afterwards and they mm. totally respect the mm. idea mm. that being silly is like a, it's a, it's a moment. Yeah. It's not, it's not an excuse there. And it's controlled. You're yeah. controlling that yeah, environment. Yeah, yeah. And I always say to them, I always got that meta approach mm. of saying to them, I'm going to do this thing with you, mm. but it's on the basis that afterwards we go back to like doing, like you know, yeah. we, we carry on listening to my instructions. If we don't, and I just will not do it yeah. again in the future. Yeah. And some classes do, yeah. some classes don't. And when they don't, you have to stick to your guns. I've had classes in the past who then just completely take them in. You can't do that with them anymore. And you have to stop. You yeah. actually have to not do it. Because the end goal is still that you can have evidence and see that they can use them correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you've made the right call there because that's going to help them want to do it more and they'll produce more work. Exactly. Because they're more engaged. Exactly, yeah. And then they did a really good task in their book. Yeah. Because they were livened up a bit and they had yeah. a bit of energy in them, you yeah. know, they did some good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Good fun. I know. It's, it's just fun. It's the best part of the job. It's the <laughs> best part of the job. And I think because now we are more experienced, I feel like we are definitely reaping the rewards now of being able to just be like, no, I know where they've got to be mm. I, and I know where they are. Yeah. So I'm going to take them there. And if it means that I change the way I'm going to do something on the spot, or if it means I spend 10 minutes doing this thing that someone else might think is a complete waste of time. It's mm. like, no, I'm confident enough actually that me doing this is going to have a completely positive effect. And the fact that now my class love being in maths I know, I know now that I can take them with me anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And whatever yeah. I'm doing with them, as long as I'm going to make that engaging for them, and I, that's my job. Yeah. It's engaging, and I know exactly what I'm doing and what I'm teaching them. Mm. It's just a win. And like, I think that helped me get over it a little bit. Of, you know, yeah, I'm stressed. Yeah, it's, it's hard work, but that is the bit we love. Mm. And I, absolutely I I've love heard it. of schools before. Going back to your point about just going off, going off script, you know. And that is a thing that we do. And I'm sure a lot of people will be nodding like, yeah, I go off script all the time. Like one of the teaching standards is about adaptation, right? Yeah. Like adapting your lesson on the spot. And it's mm. probably, probably my favorite teacher standard. I think mm. you quizzed me on it before. <laughs> but I have heard of schools 
genuinely across the country where where they're like really really um anal about you you have to stay to the script like you make your lesson and you you do it you this do like is every, what a lesson looks like what, at this school yeah everything that has to oh you, you didn't do your mini plenary at the 45 <laughs> minute mark mm. <laughs> do you know what i mean like that was the thing from mini plenaries remember that no one says that anymore mini mini plenaries oh yes before my my actual plenary that no one ever did by the way (laughs) we've birthed a new character here (laughs) it's it's the birth it's it's whatever you are i don't know oh no (laughs) an angry person because (laughs) (laughs) you haven't done your mini plenary but they're all really engaged and they're making progress oh god did you do the mini plenary a plenary by the way is when you go over what you've learned at the end of a lesson basically yeah um it was a fad wasn't it there's a bit there was a big oh. fad like 10 years ago mm. where, where it was like suddenly the most imp- in education quite often something's the most important thing ever and then it's just not <laughs> until another 20 years and it comes back in again and when you're a, a new qualified teacher you're like it is the yeah, most important at that thing time ever. it's the it's, first it's time you've ever, I've ever seen yeah. it and i've just happened to come in when they've completely redesigned <laughs> education oh my goodness how lucky am i and they happen to have got it right this time <laughs> yeah they got it right just as i right. come in and all the older teachers are like we did this in the 70s and the yeah. 90s yeah. yeah and then we're gonna go back yeah. around again and it was good and then we all and then <laughs> as always it was a good idea it got taken way too far people realized it was loads of work and it wasn't making as much impact as they thought it was and we scrapped it yeah do you know why do you know why because you know what makes the best impact quality teaching yeah adapting. quality teachers being adapted yeah it, we can't pretend right in one breath when we're like every child's unique every class is different you should be planning to, to <laughs> we can't just go from a scheme your class yeah. is different we can't just possibly go from a scheme like that's crazy of yeah. course you've got to do all your own individual planning and stuff but by the way every lesson needs to look the exact same it's like <laughs> yeah. oh that's a really weird oxymoron and I did. It's, it's also weird because it means i do the maximum amount of work isn't <laughs> yeah, that strange always oh, i've got to adapt absolutely everything for my class but also then teach it in a really precise way which goes against all my natural instincts and I've got to he's, ranting. he's ranting isn't that really weird it's yeah. almost as if we are literally professionals who are trained mm. in the job and we know exactly what to do to get somewhere yeah. and we still need some accountability sure mm. but let's just have a bit more of that word you talked about last week Hayden the T word trust oh <laughs> why are you thinking no idea tacos like, T word T-Rex what am I going for here <laughs> where are we going with this T-Rex <laughs> right doesn't start with a T <laughs> um, I did a plenary uh, today in maths you know but yeah. I don't always do it I think the only good thing that comes from those kind of like mm. periods of time where something suddenly the most important thing ever is at least you get to do that thing and then and then it can go in your bank of like good stuff like yeah sure plenaries aren't objectively bad mm. but it's not objectively also the best thing to do all the time so, so sometimes at, it's yeah. a really good thing look at it this way is not doing a plenary automatically a bad lesson no exactly no exactly but when it yeah is so, doing a plenary automatically a good lesson no exactly is can doing a plenary be good yes can not doing a plenary still deliver a good <laughs> Can a not oh. doing a plenary not make a bad lesson? Um, I'm thinking no. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, how about we do a lesson double negatives? Is that good? Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Anyway, uh, should we? Uh, oh, we're doing it again. Sort of long old intro. jingle time. Jingle time, baby. Okay, welcome back. Um, should we do a joke about the length of the? Is that no? no. Okay, no problem. We've done that every week. Um, today, this week, this episode. Which episode is it? I don't know. <laughs> Season two, episode four. I think so. Who knows? Anyway, you've clicked on it. You've seen the title, Teaching Assistants. Now, first and foremost, this new approach we've taken this season, uh, for a number of reasons, we've been very busy. Yeah, <laughs> I moved house. Don't mention it. <laughs> um, uh, we, we, our, our new approach this season has been to pick something we're really passionate about 
and kind of just let the conversation flow now face to face and I, th- I think and i've had lots of feedback it's been some of our best ever episodes so i'm really really enjoying that and i have had that feedback from people saying they've really enjoyed the the, the conversation people say that when they're making it up you know <laughs> I, I have had that like, mm, no one was questioning you no one was questioning you why did you feel the need to confirm that <laughs> I, have, I, have, I actually have, have. It. i actually have i could prove it. i just got my phone i could prove it though if you want me to another time i'll prove it whenever i like to prove it um <laughs> Thing that came to my mind straight away, and it's something that if you are in education, you know how unbelievably amazingly valuable and superb these people are, teaching mm-hmm. assistants. Mm-hmm. And if you're outside of education, you've all, th- th- there's this like I think people think they know what the job is, mm. uh, and it's because they're in school. Obviously, everyone's been in school. It's one of those weird jobs where you know not everyone grew up in a banking um, suite, not everyone grew up in an investment <laughs> firm. Like everyone went to school. So we've all got our opinions on school. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes it's frustrating when it's like, oh, well, I, yeah, you know, well, aren't they just that? Because yeah. when I was there, it was just a mind yeah. man came in for a few hours and read with me. It's like, oh, the job's different now. So yeah, it's changed a lot. It's yeah, changed a lot over it, the years. Over the years. So Hayden, how would you say the main differences between what you think maybe teaching assistants are perceived as yeah. by a lot of people who everyone will know a teacher or a teaching assistant. Mm. And it's, and, and you know, a teaching assistant to me, before I went into teaching, was this old motherly figure who just did just love children, going in and reading with the kids, yeah, and so just being there. I, so how's it changed? I, I would say the biggest change is um, the idea of what they do, mm. mostly in their in their role, which mm. is kind of what you were getting at there. So I'd say the perception generally used to be, and maybe still is, depending on your experience in schools, that TA's role is to quite literally assist the teacher by doing clerical tasks. Yes. Um, you know, teacher, oh, could you go and grab that from the printer? Yeah, of course I will. Could, would you mind popping up, that, popping up that display whilst you're helping this person here doing that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Could you just trim those bits over there for me? We're going to need it after lunch. If you could just get that done during this lesson. Those little jobs, like an actual like assistant. Like an office assistant almost. Yeah, you know. yeah genuinely. Grab that from you know? the printer and things well, like that. Whereas I think now, and I'm, I can't speak for every school because it is still, you know, it, schools are different. The vast majority school. though, shift yeah the the general sort of culture shift with with teaching assistants over the last decade i guess is that they stopped doing that because that you know i think schools are like we're not getting enough money for you know not getting enough out of our our money here and teaching assistants main role now is always at all times in school is to be working with children constantly so when it comes to um jobs that we actually need assistance with what we do as a culture is we just ignore that and we (laughs) say to teachers ah they still all got to get done you just don't have anyone helping you anymore and we're all oh okay um, and teaching assistants don't get to do that job anymore. It's just constantly, unless they are helping children make progress, they're not valued. That's yeah. kind of like the idea I get now. And, and more more often now, they're having to evidence it as well. Yeah. Whereas, whereas it was just like, you know, you were just helping your teacher out, mm-hmm. you know. And I think you know, Mr. P always says this, I always mention this, they're called teaching assistants. And he's right. The role has changed and they are closer now to assistant teachers. Assistant and, and, to the teacher. <laughs> good office quote. But, but I just mean... It really is at this point that they are essentially like teachers. Yeah. So many of them cover lessons. Mm. So many of them are doing groups, which we kind of talk about in a minute in terms of workload and what they're expected to do. Mm. But I just wanted to maybe start off now because like I said, we all know teaching assistants. And I want to say right off the bat that without the teaching assistants at the school when I was an NQT, a newly qualified teacher, and I've said this before on the podcast, but I really don't think that I would have had such a smooth transition to going from being a student teacher to being a fully fledged teacher mm. because they are simply unbelievable. Yeah. And I had such strong TAs with me. Uh, and th- th- there are these amazing people who've been doing the job 15, 20 years. Yeah. Always done it, evolved with the times, just put up with it, knew it was changing, knew it was doing this. 
But they, th that dynamic of a newly qualified teacher and an amazing TA, I bet everyone can have a story about that and how they basically brought them up with them. Mm. And I just want to pick them up, basically. I know that I don't know if they listen to this or not, but th they know exactly who they are. And I have one story. Uh, it was really recently. Okay. So my girlfriend obviously still works in a school uh, and she was talking to one of the assistants who I used to work with. Okay. Right. Okay. And uh, she had bought uh, the assistant had bought for my girlfriend some some chocolates. Mm -hmm. um, so she gave her some chocolates. So oh, that's really nice. And the teaching assistant said to my girlfriend, um, "Oh, I was going to get Maltesers for Dylan because I know he loves them." Oh, that's nice. I've not worked with this woman in six years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So firstly, yeah, you know my obsession with chocolate. That's great. <laughs> uh, leave a really, really specifically good Maltesers. Real good impression. I know. And I was like, she said to me, "I was like, I do love Maltesers." <laughs> She's not wrong. And she's just said, oh, she got me some Maltesers soon. And I was like, oh Aww. my God, like just, just th that thoughtfulness, that caring nature. Yeah. Uh, and the amount of help they gave me, uh, just, I think they are just worth their weight in gold. And what I see happening in this current culture of them being completely taken advantage of, in my opinion, and being driven out the first, when you need to save money, what are the first people to go? It's, 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 it's true. They, they are the glue that holds what, school together. Well, we'll come to that in a minute. What, in, like you're going on off, off about TAs being amazing, mm. which is true. What is it though that makes mm. them a good? Like what makes a TA yeah. really good? Because obviously, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a job role, yeah. and people, some people are going to be amazing at it. Some yeah. people not as amazing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to say every no, single, if you're a TA, you have you are automatically amazing. Yeah, we learn to do our jobs really well yeah. in the same way they do. So what makes mm. a TA like proper like god tier? Mm. You think, oh, everyone wants that mm. TA in their classroom <laughs> um, across the day. Number one. It, and this is genuine from someone who I, I don't think I need this. I do, whether I think I do or I don't, yeah. is is kind of like just support. Mm, you do. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> and when I say support, I just mean like taking off that mental load. Mm. Someone you can share that mental load with and you can vent to. Yeah. And, and they don't feel like it's their job to say how much worse their job is, even though objectively it probably is. Mm -hmm. They just kind of go, oh, I, I get it. I understand. Well, how about I go and do that? Yeah. And yeah. and, and they, they 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 happily share the load, looking out for you as a teacher, knowing because it's incredibly stressful being a teacher. Uh, and there's there's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. And one of them is managing your TA. And a TA who can manage themselves mm -hmm. and kind of see what needs doing and step in without uh, you having to be told all of the time. Be like, you know, I'll go and sort the books out. You know, they're going to go sort the reading records on their own because they yeah. know that needs to get done. They're not yep. waiting for me to tell them. They just know that needs to get done. And that's one less thing for me to think about. The more a TA can take off my cognitive load and just do. Yeah. For me personally, that's much better. Mm -hmm. I, I, For me, it's very similar, but it's, it's, I guess it's like... um it's how they can read the room. Mm. So let's say we're in a lesson and oh, it's when you've got that feeling that they're just connected mm. to your head. Cause you might be thinking, as a, like you said, as a teacher, you're constantly thinking of like eight things at once. You're constantly assessing individual children, groups of children, the whole class all the time so that you can adapt your teaching appropriately, right? And when, when your TA clocks on to what you're thinking, mm. And then just does something where you're like, maybe you're thinking, I can't do this because I'm teaching right now, <laughs> yeah. but I clearly need to go and get that table to listen over there. Or I need to go and help those guys because they look so confused. And when your TA can just see the same thing and, and can fulfills that role to allow the progression of the lesson just to carry on really smoothly. That for me is like, oh, that is like the best thing a TA can do. Just see those Absolutely. moments. And, and that comes a lot of the time. And again, I don't want to exclude uh, TAs who have less experience. But the, every you listen to this and you think about the school that you work in or maybe the school you went to mm. and you think about that TA, there will always be that teacher who 
makes these unbelievable bonds with the children as well because they in their capacity they they have more of a chance to do that in terms the TA, of you mean? yeah the ta because they can yeah. take someone to the side and have a chat with them yeah they yeah. can be that shoulder to cry and when yeah. i've got to teach 30 children and someone just needs a bit of support mm -hmm. i know that there are certain tas who the, the the kids love to just go and talk to because they can be like oh i'm gonna get a bit of comfort for two minutes mm -hmm. i know mr price is busy teaching maths right now mm -hmm. but i'm a bit sad about this maybe and that ta can just do that for them and again not not kind of trying to denigrate teachers with less experience uh, teaching assistants with less experience but those with more experience have just been around the block they just know what needs to get done in the school when i was in nqt they knew the uh, the way the school worked 10 times better than i did <laughs> yeah 10 times better yeah so i'd sometimes be oh oh god yeah she's just doing the the reading records do get done today mm. and she's halfway through doing them and that's amazing yeah and I personally struggle with how to use a TA. Oh, I was about to say yeah. the hardest part of, of a TA yeah. from our point of view is, yeah. is how to that the whole idea of managing your teaching yeah. assistant because they are technically your assistant. Yeah. Your teaching assistant found that really hard at the beginning yeah. of my career. Yeah. I wonder but if you guys did as well. Especially because I legitimately thought at the, at the start of my career, they are more experienced and better teachers than me. Yeah. Because they have literally been teaching. So who them. am I to tell like, them how, to do how this? How can I that? say, oh, I think it's better actually if you just do that. I know there are going to be points where, you know, that, that I need to do that. Mm. I wasn't very good at it. And mm. that's why I think I loved it when they just cracked on with yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say the catch-22 is those really good TAs that you looked up to and thought, oh my God, they're better teachers than me. Didn't need managing because they <laughs> yeah. genuinely did yeah. all the things that you would have asked yeah. them to do anyway because that's what made them a good TA in the first place. It's just yeah. that cycle, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I think what's winding me up currently, and it's the thing I'm really worried about because I see them as such an integral part of the school, such an integral building block which are almost invisible from the outside. And I love it when, when um, you know, kids come in with presents and stuff and they include the TA. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because they, they are just as involved. Mm. It's our class mm. and we work together to help everyone in the classroom. And I just think I'm, I'm really worried now. And I don't know what you think about this, but uh, that the squeeze that we've seen in schools yeah. over the years, they're the first ones that, that, you know, you can look at and go, well, there, we, we can shave off 10 grand. Yeah. You know, we, a shame we can do this. We can do how an insulting number as well, can I, I just say? What an insulting number. TAs, if you don't know, if you're not in this world, are just not paid. They're just not paid enough money. It is, oh, it's just, I, I think it's insulting. Well, you know why, don't you? Yeah, it's because it's, it's seen traditionally as a very cushy little time where if your kids are in school, drop yeah. them off. Classic new mother job, isn't it? Like back back in the olden days, you know, when it was like when you could live on one parent one parent's um <laughs> wage Sorry, income, yeah. uh, and it would be it would very typical because I remember it from my age because it was all my friends' mums basically <laughs> were the TAs. It was like yeah, they came in because they worked school hours and they could pick their kids up from school. Yeah, um, and you know, you, obviously you you get blokes as well, but it has very traditionally been that exact role there. Well, that's part of the reason why it's paid so badly. Because I was cushy, they'll just take it anyway. Because they're off one salary, they're off yeah, one salary. This yeah. is just bonus money, keeping mum busy whilst they're yeah. at work. It's such a serious job. But we've and kept that. Yeah, yeah. We've kept that element yeah. of the culture, but then over time, made the job unbelievably harder. Yeah. It used to be like that. Was, yeah, yeah, just come and do some reading. Could you yeah. just help the help the teacher? They got loads of stuff. They got to get this display up, and they have got to do this trimming. Can you yeah. do that and read to some, to some yeah. kids? And that was it. Yeah. And now it's not that. Now it's hiya. Can you be a teacher? We're going to treat you like one. You're going to be as responsible as one, and you're going to be held as accountable as a teacher at all times because you're going to be helping kids at all times. Mm. And if we catch you doing anything clerical, mm. then you're going to be in trouble. Mm. That's what it is like yeah. in a lot of schools. I think our school does it just right, by the way. I think there's a balance between um, where 
that with that's expectation and it's ridiculously overbearing and also like the proper old-fashioned mm. sort of look of yeah just go in and help out for a bit i think the best schools and i think our school is a really good example of this are when the first priority is always to help the children mm. but if there is an opportunity mm to also reduce the cognitive work that load of a, of a teacher and help them out with something and just be helpful, be an assistant because you've got those pockets of time. That's also okay. Yeah. You're not going to be like <laughs> yeah. fired. Oh, yeah. what were you doing out there? Trilling yeah. that. It's like, yeah, it took three yeah. minutes. The kids are cracking on right now. This priority <laughs> came into place because they got a lesson after break. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I think when, when, when the balance is there it's a wholesome approach it is it is wholesome I, I love the idea that we've kind of created this kind of mystical school from all the stories we've heard right <laughs> where, where everything's horrific <laughs> everything's yeah. wrong we're like we always compare it to this school where there's like 15 learning walks a week yeah, and, yeah, and then someone yeah. walks around and like um, excuse me is your TA getting staples out of the wall <laughs> yeah. they could be reading with him for four it does minutes. happen though it does happen it does happen I, it literally happens that you know if it's not seen as a task which is you know, can be tracked and can be monitored and can we can see outcome from it at the end. For do children. You know, do you yeah. know what? Sometimes something just needs doing. Yeah. And and especially when people from the top are putting these jobs onto people and then getting annoyed when we're using whatever mm. hands we have free to do so. Mm. I can think of one example right now where, for example, displays, right? Yeah. So let's imagine for a minute oh, that from, from the top down, suddenly you just decide that all of the displays need doing again, mm. right? In all the corridors. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's just extra work. Mm. That's that's Huge just job. that's just something I've just got to not only come up with, which I find horrendously like difficult. Yeah. I've got to come up with what to put on these displays, but also I've got to then do it. I've got to make sure it looks good. I've got to put it up. Do you know what? If I'm teaching maths and my kids are getting on okay, and I've grouped them up, and I know that they're getting on there independently, and I come up with this group, and my TA goes, "Oh, anything I can do." I will, should never be in a position where I feel bad saying, "Oh, could you just go and do that for me?" Yeah. Yeah, but that is the toxic culture in some schools. But I've been in that position and I felt bad about it and I've said, and I've made the decision to, for them not to do that, mm. but to stay in the classroom mm. in case someone came round mm. and saw them outside of the classroom. Oh, they'll be in trouble. Oh, they'll be, be in trouble. I'll be in trouble. Oh, as if trouble. I can't, as if I'm not professional enough to make the judgment that that's acceptable in that time. The hour <laughs> that that's going to save me is going to save me yeah. an hour of doing that. I can plan a better lesson. By the way, sorry, who gave me that hour of work? Oh, it was you who's moaning. Get in the bin. <laughs> Get in the bin. Get in the bin. But yeah, I mean, I've, I want to dive a bit more now into because I've got friends who are TAs. Right. I've got, uh, you Do know, you know I, I've, I've worked, I've got friends, yeah. I've got friends <laughs> <laughs> who are TAs and, and I obviously know lots of TAs from school. And I think something that's really toxic that teachers can do, every teacher, by the way, probably me at some point, and it is toxic. Mm -hmm. I think a big part of calling that toxic stuff is knowing that you're not going to be exempt from it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure I've had this attitude to it. Wise. And I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, very wise. <laughs> Learning. Okay. <laughs> Learning about myself. Humble. <laughs> Saying that I'm bad at things so that I can then say I'm good at things and be balanced. <laughs> um, so um, I think it is toxic uh, though, that you know we have such a culture in teaching that is... Stuff needs to get done and it is widely accepted that outside of our contracted hours and it's literally part of our clause is that we need to do work outside of our contracted yep. hours. I've got a big problem with the same expectation for teaching assistants. Yeah. Uh, I think it's insulting. I think it's rude. I think it's just a horrible thing to place onto them mm. that if you ever expect your teaching assistant to do anything outside of their contract, then it winds me up. Mm. Anything outside of their contracted hours. Yeah. You need to get over yourself. Okay. And this comes from teachers a lot of the time. And there's going to be teachers out there who've done it. And I'm talking to you guys. Yes, of course, as always, I'm talking to anyone uh, in power, positions of power who think that it's acceptable to do because it makes your life a bit easier. 
oh yeah, it makes my life a bit easier. I just say, oh, oh, by the way, yeah, you can um, you can choose when to do this. You can either do it after school or, you can, do it, or you can do it the weekend. Oh, so both terrible, both yeah. outside my options, yeah, uh, both yeah. outside my hours, and you're making it like I've got a choice. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. it. And yeah. if you're a TA, you'll probably just do it because you're like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I've got yeah. this, I've got this cushy job. It's not cushy. It's hard. Yeah, it's a good job. We need to start respecting them. Either start paying them properly or respect their time. Because it's one thing doing it to teachers mm. when we're on what is a, essentially a good salary, whether we like it or not. Yeah. That's a separate conversation. Doing it to the TAs, it's a joke. No one at Asda, no one at Tesco works and then their manager goes, well, I was wondering, did you want to price up those things tonight at home or at the weekend when you're off? <laughs> You'd be like, jog on. You would, it wouldn't yeah. never fly. Like, what, for overtime? Am I going to pay more? get paid more for the overtime? Yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, right. Yeah. It winds me up. And we're in that culture right now. And it's cover supervisors. Oh, man. They're teachers. I would just say that very quickly, though, because because TA contracts are generally different, they at least they can claim overtime. Yeah. So in, in most schools, I don't know if it's the same in every school. Academies probably have their own ways of going around it. We're going to do a, a whole classic. whole episode on academies. You know what? We already time. have the title for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about academy trusts. We do. So you'll see that in the future because it's very interesting how they can just like basically bend the already broken rules. Um. Anyway. I don't know what I was saying. What was I saying? <laughs> I've forgotten. <laughs> I've forgotten. What was the point? I took a drink because I thought, what are you talking about? <laughs> don't talk to me. What was the point? You were, talk, about... you were talking about TAs and their contract and how oh, it, they, they can, can have claim a, yeah. overtime. So at least they can. It's not like you to forget anything no, from weird, 10 it? seconds ago. Weird. I think you were talking about the strawberries being ripe. Yeah. So the, the, the strawberries are ripe and the TAs are riper. So, <laughs> but no, they at least they can. There is that system to claim overtime. But you're, but you're right though. It still gets abused. Yeah. That, that time still gets abused of like, Oh yeah, just get this done at some point. Yeah. And then oh, if they dare yeah. claim overtime for it, they'd be like, what are you claiming overtime for? Yeah. Why didn't you do it then? Yeah. When? Yeah. And, 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 oh, sorry, and by the way, you're not allowed to do anything during lesson time other than sat next to a child supporting them. Yeah. It's the yeah. catch 22. You can't have yeah. these standards, man. If you want someone to do a job, pay them to do the job. I wonder how many schools are like that still. I'd be interested to know. Plenty. Maybe but you could write to I think, excuse me, it's different though. You're saying about claiming overtime. If there's like a meeting after school or there's some training, then it's very normal to claim overtime. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like, sorry, I want you to run a, this phonics group. I want you to run this maths group catch up. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it just needs to get planned at some point. But by the way, you're not allowed to do it during lesson time, obviously, because you're meant to be supporting people. So that, no, no, no. Yeah, um, can yeah. you just, can you, uh, next week that starts? You're so right. Because that that's when the teacher expectation creeps in. Because yeah. obviously we are expected to plan in our own time. Genuinely. Fair enough. It's, it's part just, of our contract. We get paid a, a lot discussion. more. Yeah. We get paid a lot more than TAs to do that. And it's still something that we're like, oh, it's a bit annoying though. This 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 kind of yeah. loose expectation of that could be stretched to hours and hours at the weekend. But yeah. when it comes to TAs, Dylan's right. I'll just summarize this point and we'll finish this, <laughs> this jack. We've said it about four times, but they are absolutely not paid. Yeah. Barely even enough to do the hours they do at work. So absolutely shouldn't be doing anything outside of that time. Planning interventions should not be expected. If you do that as a teacher, yeah. just remember your TA is not yeah. being, it's being paid about a third as much as you. And if you see that happening in your school, Please, can you call it out? Because it's not okay. And it's it's our job to do this kind of thing. Should we make a hotline? <laughs> Please call our hotline. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's one thing feeling awkward as a teacher going up to your SLT and saying, sorry, but this is not fair on me. Yeah. But, it's a, but uh, you know, I feel way more able and empowered to go up and say, sorry, this is not fair on this person who's unbelievably supportive of me and couldn't do enough and is literally not kicking up a fuss but hates it, mm. is stressed behind closed doors because they just want to get it done and not kick up a fuss. Most people don't talk, though, do they? Come on. I've noticed that. Talk in, up for them. In our culture in general. In, maybe mm. it's just in every job, I don't know. Mm. But people don't talk. People don't but, talk about their problems. But people, people talk sometimes about their problems. I've had it previously where someone's come up to me and said, God, this thing, it took me like three hours the other night. Mm. 
Um, yeah, and it's like really stressful. Like, when am I meant to do it? So I, I just did it the other night, and and my 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 response is, oh, I, that's that's horrible. Like, of yeah, course that's don't terrible. do that because now. Because now, also selfishly, I'm expected to have got this amount of work done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It, like when I don't, it's because you spent three hours in the evening doing it. So if you feel awkward because you don't want to rock the boat, just think you're rocking the boat for everyone. Yeah. And if you see someone in that position where, like, a t if you're a teacher and you see someone in the position of a TA being taken advantage of, please just don't think, well, what have I got to do? Think mm -hmm. it's not right. Let's do something. And about you can it. do it in a polite way. Like you, you see, you probably see me go through through the years where. I've done it in the complete wrong way. Yeah. Many, many times I've got really irate <laughs> about something. The amount of times Hayden has written an email that he wants to send. <laughs> and he's learned now that he's, he shows me the email yeah, first. I don't send them anymore. And, and, and uh, like I read through it and I'm like, okay, well, we can get rid of paragraph one, three, seven, and nine. <laughs> because they're all because... horribly passive aggressive. <laughs> That's just your opinion. And you're just being a bit rude. Yeah. But you make some good points here. Perhaps we could put it this way. Yeah. And actually don't send it at all. Just have this in a, in a three minute chat tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. And calm down first. It's such a good point. Whenever I write an email now, it's a good advice in general if you're like me and you get a bit fiery and feisty and maybe get yourself in trouble mm. sometimes with the things you say which i haven't done in a, in a while i don't think no you um good. write the email you, you started it. the podcast instead yeah 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 i've done it here <laughs> write the email um and no matter how convinced you are that that email is okay and it's good to send do not send it for 24 hours i promise you it, it will it's a life saver for you because you will read it in 24 hours and you'll change your mind i, I guarantee you or or you could send it to us and we're going to do a segment all about yes! it. Hey, let's send go us, to it now. How about this? You send us your email. It's completely unhinged, uncut, <laughs> yeah. right? And we'll try to give you feedback <laughs> and turn it into a, into a worded, like into a yeah. way you can So this is now, our inbox is now officially your inbox that you would love to send to someone yes. at school. Send it to us and we will talk about it on the podcast and we'll be like, well, maybe you could just uh, say this instead. So a new segment, emails you wish you could send. <laughs> emails you wish you could send. Emails you wish you could send. There you go, done it. Okay. All right. Please be few. our first writer. Someone no, listening. We've got it. a few and I think, um, well, we've got situations maybe, yeah. Emails you wish you could send, but we're going to go now and talk about some messages we've had in. Not stories this week, but things to stink our teeth into. And I think you've told me already that I'm going to get really annoyed. Yes, he doesn't know. Just before the jingle, we asked you to write into us, but of course we didn't share where. So Dylan's going to share now our socials. You can find us. Will, will I get it right the first time? I think you will. Okay, cool. Have faith. Find us on Instagram. Best place to find us. Instagram, easy to message us and easy to see our posts. At Teach Sleep Repeat Podcast. It's the same four threads as well. That's the number one place to find us. If you want a bit more long form, if you want to send us an inbox of emails I'd love to send, which, oh God, I can't wait for this because I, I can't <laughs> wait for this. This is my favorite thing ever. Emails I wish, emails I, could I, wish I could send. Yeah, um, you can send that to us at teachsleeprepeatpod at gmail.com. Please do, guys. We check it once every two weeks, so we might pick it up. Yep, <laughs> that was a joke. Maybe. <laughs> you, you, you thought that was real. Yeah, I was sort of thinking, I'm pretty sure you check it every day. I, I've checked right. it once. He's trying to look cool as if he doesn't look at <laughs> it every two seconds. Yeah, so it was still empty. That's nice one. Um, anyway, <laughs> I want to talk about um, a message we got. Okay. okay, because I think for us, the the best messages, the best things we get are where people, I love that people feel like they can talk to us about things that are really annoying them. Mm. And I love giving advice that's constructive and helpful. Mm. Um, but what do we love more? <laughs> Moaning. Moaning about the thing <laughs> <Moaning>. for you. <laughs> so I've done all the nice advice and the stuff and the fluffy bits. So I've done all that bit. Yeah. That is genuinely... Here's I, all the I advice do, that we wouldn't follow. Yeah, I, do, I do like to do that. But no, it's true. <laughs> I, trying to be helpful. And I, mm. I love that part of it. But I also just love reading it because I want you to read. I want you not to read it. But I want you to hear about this. Okay? Yeah, go on. He saves so, these from me, by the way. This is good that it works yeah. this way. I never check the thing. Yeah. He does. So, so I get to this. Got a message. 
just a little question for the pod. So I was like, oh, it's good. I'll okay. put it on the podcast. Nice one. Yeah. I started teaching a new job and I'm really not enjoying it. During the interview, there was a heavy emphasis that this would be, uh, uh, that they would trust me professionally and with my experience, and I would have a freedom to support the children in my class as much as possible. I've been given quite a low academic class, and I really want to fill the gaps as much as possible. Despite the initial talk of the freedom and the flexibility, every time that I've asked to do something to support my children in a way I think suits fit, uh, fits well and is to fill those gaps, I've been told that I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> For instance, more allocated oh. time for times table practice or more time for children to read, etc. All those basic things that you as a teacher can see straight away need, need addressing. Whenever I've asked or explained my reasoning, I kind of get spoken down to and told that's not how we do it. Ugh. What's your initial thought? Is that the end? Uh, I just, I don't know, I'm getting like um, flashbacks. <laughs> well, I'll carry on. Let's carry on. Yeah, we'll do the whole so, thing. I've been looking at other jobs online, but I'm not really sure how much notice that I have to give for my current job. That's sad, isn't it? Um, it you know, because it's, it's different for teachers. Because it's like mm. termly and stuff like mm. that. Uh, this is the first teaching job I've ever had when I've been coming home in tears. Uh, not feeling like I've been able to be an effective teacher and essentially feeling like I'm crap at my job because of someone else's control, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Also, the workload is a lot more as there's so many lessons each day that we need to plan for, which is just ridiculous. And each subject actually doesn't allow you to get into the actual nitty gritty of what needs to be done. So I'm spending more time planning, less time being effective. And I just feel like it was quite a dishonest process at the start because it's already different to what I was promised. The dishonesty is not good. Before I, before I jump into like, just being negative about the school or whatever. I will just say from a wide... Well, I have no idea what the school this is, by the way, so... No, I mean, like, just whatever this school yeah, is. Yeah, it yeah. sounds quite negative, yeah. right? It'd be easy just to be like, yeah, this school sucks. Mm. Um, I will just say, like, from a wider perspective, I do think it is a thing that school... Like, not every teacher fits every school, right? Yeah. I, I do, like, I don't want to just say that if you, if, you, if you don't fit into a school, that the school school's automatically terrible and you're great. Yeah. Because that's not always the case, no. right, in, in general. Um... For this person, it does sound like they're just having a really negative time. Yeah. And it sounds like this person's really good at what they're doing yeah. and is thinking of the right things because yeah. they want to be adaptive in their teaching yeah. and they're not being allowed to. Some and has and has experience in other schools never felt like this. I think that's a big red flag. Yeah, well. but some people will probably love it. Yeah. It's just a thing. Like I mm. bet there are some teachers out there that would work in that school and just be like, cool, just tell me what to do. Mm. And I'll just do what I'm told mm. and I'll just do that. And that they just enjoy that control. Mm. That they just enjoy the fact they don't have to worry about these things. Yeah. But this teacher clearly clearly wants that autonomy yeah. and I've obviously had it before, which I think is really, really good. Yeah. So I don't think it's a good fit Yeah. for the school mm. by the sounds of what they've said. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. I don't know what to suggest really. Yeah. I, well, you know, there's, there's a num number of things. Depends how long it's been. Obviously it's started the school year. Assuming it was That's this tricky. Year. Yeah. You know, like I said, I, I, you know, I, I feel, you know, that there couldn't be much of a better fit for me in terms of schools than I've currently got. I think it's brilliant. Mm. Um, and I still felt awful in time one. Yeah, yeah. Of so like, you know, a bit of my advice was like, you know, just just stick with it maybe for a bit. Can you stick with it? Mm. Can you can you try their method out maybe? And then like when there's a bit of, you know, progress and something's not quite working, at least you have something to fall back on as if to say, well, I did try and do this or I did mm. try and do that. Um, and just try and maybe, it's hard to say because as a teacher, you're passionate. I, like I said today, I dropped everything and I did my maths from, from maybe that's yeah, something yeah. she or can't, feels like she can't do. Yeah, she'll get and, in trouble and, for and doing what she If I felt like right that, thing. I'd be like, oh, but this is better. Yeah. This is much better yeah, though, yeah, what yeah. I've just done. And I, I know that because I'm an experienced teacher. Well, I learned that lesson, you said a second ago, the hard way at our current school. And I'll never forget it because our deputy head 
It was really good. He was really nice actually about yeah. it because I did just I was just being a, an ass really. Yeah. Um, and it was something I just didn't agree with. A couple of years ago, we brought something in, and I was like, "No, nah, this is rubbish. I don't want to do it." And I didn't do it. I just didn't do the thing. And then when questioned about it, you know, a month later, I was like, "Where's this thing?" You know, oh, I didn't do it. It was rubbish. And his point was simply, our deputy head was like, "If you'd just done the thing for a month and then show me that it doesn't work, you'd have actually had a leg to stand on." <laughs> but instead, you've just been a dick. <laughs> basically do you know what i mean and yeah, i was like yeah true you, yeah you're so right i was yeah. like i don't agree with it. and i still think it's a rubbish i still think it's a bad idea yeah, yeah. but you're right i don't have any proof that it's a yeah. bad idea now because i was being i threw my toys out of the pram instead yeah. and i yeah. didn't do it so yeah yeah so give it a go give, yeah, it, a go, give, it, give it a go give it a go and like you said you know there's always more teaching jobs there's, there's always something else that might come up in the future yeah yeah um and go from there but yeah i think one thing i wanted to just jump on on that because you know, I, I know what it's like. I've, I've just had so many stories of dishonesty mm. and this this idea of being promised something, but then when the push comes to shove, it doesn't happen. <laughs> mm. That is rife. Been there, we? Been there. In the Don't past. In uh, the distant past, may I say. <laughs> I never, ever, I always did it. I have those moments in this podcast where I'm like, I'm not talking about my school now. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I want to make that really, really, <laughs> really good. Because we talked really positively about our school. Mm. I think it's a really good fit. Um, there's lots going for it. It's brilliant. And ridiculous, wouldn't it? Like, of course, I'm not talking about school. I'm talking about my old school. I used to work in old school, and and it just it just wasn't the case. Like, yeah. but like, it wasn't the fit. Yeah, it wasn't the fit. No, your old school wasn't the fit for you. No, that's it. No, and your old school wasn't the fit for you. <laughs> no, it wasn't a fit. <laughs> you know, you cannot fit in schools. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, all the old banter coming out there. <laughs> no, but you know, it's just you know. And, and again, it's not even, it's just, a, you know, you can only talk from your experiences yeah. and from what I've been told as well from other people in different schools. And there's just a theme. There's just a running theme that I think in a school, a school is really hard to manage. Mm. It's really hard. And it's, and it must be really frustrating. I think sometimes when people listen to us, maybe they're in a position of SLT and all they hear is us bashing it because it's so easy from us from the, from the bottom being like bashing mm. it. I like to think that we bash the things that are ridiculous. But, you know, I, and it wouldn't make a good podcast for us to sit here and be like, oh, well, it's actually quite a tricky job. And you've got to, because we don't know, we've not yeah, done and it. Everything SLT do is great. Yeah. It's like, no, everything you do isn't great. Everything <laughs> SLT do isn't great. Everything we do is not great. Like I've, I've yeah. just given you an example exactly. two minutes ago of me doing something absolutely terrible, yeah. terrible practice. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we are just calling out those things. It's yeah. more juicy and it's more interesting exactly. to hear. That's what you're listening exactly. for. Exactly. But, you know, we can only go from our own experiences. And I just feel like that's something that really winds me up. And I've heard it from multiple times from multiple teachers. Timetabling stuff is hard, mm -hmm. but if you literally in a job interview promise something to someone yeah. and then almost within a term go back on it mm. and say, nah, actually, nah, sorry, oh, this thing come up and it's half the time the thing you knew would happen. Yeah. And it's like, ah, no, sorry, not now. Oh, we only put that in the actual ad just to lure people yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, what's that, you, what's that the it. ad says um, main pay scale up to UPS3? Yeah, it's M2. It's M2. Yeah. It's an M2 job. <laughs> yeah. Put M2 in the title then. <laughs> yeah, I what, love that. Like for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about here, there's a teacher pay scale, right? And there's seven scales from like the lowest to the highest on the main pay. And if you're a really experienced teacher, you can go to the upper pay scale. Yeah. So it ranges from like 27,000 up to like 43,000, right? Something like that. Some, yeah. Something like that. And then adverts will say, yeah, main pay scale up to UPS. Mm. As in like, you know, up, any, up to 43,000. Yeah, like, oh, anyone, anyone can apply. Ooh. And they go to the interview, you can do the interview well, and they're like, yeah, it's M2. So that's 20, 29 grand. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, yeah. I thought it said up to UPS. Yeah, yeah, there is potential for that. Yeah. But it's M2. But not for you. Yeah. So <laughs> is M2 between M1 and UPS? 
Yes. Well, <laughs> I got it. Yeah. It's, it's M2 then. Oh, it's on that's there. true. Put the salary on the job. Oh, it reminds me of. Yeah. That's a separate, that's a separate thing. Separate thing. But yeah, don't promise things you can't deliver because it's really easy to do that, to try and get your staff in, to try and get people in doing the right mm. thing. Don't do it. It's wrong. It's morally corrupt. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you have enough of a backup of evidence, perhaps you've worked in a school for a while and mm. you've seen it consistently happen. Yeah. And you've seen other people at a detriment to the system of either being bullied or promised things that, that wasn't given mm. to them. If you see this as a systematic thing, when it comes to you being promised something, don't fall for the trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Be sure everyone else not. Yeah, exactly. And say, no, don't believe you. I will finish with one last piece of advice, I think, which is something that we I just wish people would do more often. And we kind of, I kind of already touched on it. But just go and talk to them. That's yeah. my, my advice yeah. to that person. Yeah, is, exactly. Is genuinely don't don't be like me. Don't go in all fiery. Write down what you want to say and then go in and, and go in a day or two later when you calm down and make your points to them and find out what kind of people they are. Because you know what, you could be surprised. They might have this kind of management system where they just they say all these things because they just want to make their life easy. But actually, when you go and talk to them like a human being, they might open up to you a bit more and be like, oh, okay, I hear you. I hear you. I understand that must be quite frustrating for you. Let's give it a go then. Let's give it a go. Go and do the things you want to do and come back in a couple of months and, and we'll check it. They might say that. They might not. They might confirm everything you already think and then it's like, now at least you 100% know this is not the school And for me. now you can go hard on them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go hard on them now. I don't really care. I'm not going to work here. I'm going to work somewhere else. But you need to give yourself that chance, I think, to um to give them a chance. They are just people at the end of the day. Yeah. Like we said, we, it's easy to, to jump in and say, oh, SLT this. But mm. they are just human beings trying to do their job. They might be at the start of their career. And maybe they'll look back one day and be like, oh, I remember this time I did this with a teacher and we lost that teacher. And I learned from that and I'm a better better manager now. You know, there's just take it all into account. But in the moment, you know, it is still affecting lives right here, right now. So try and get it fixed. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely talk to someone. So you tell me you were also going to make me angry. Yeah, so I've realized we turned into a bit of an agony aunt. Ooh, um, because, I like that. Yeah, so like agony. another section. Yeah, what's, a, what's the word for uncle? An under... It's uncle, I believe. <laughs> agony uncle. What's, the, uh, what's that word for no, auntie? But when it's you're... alliteration. Jeez. Oh, agony right. aunt. Agony, uh, agony underwear, aunt. Underwear. Underwear. Underwear uncle. No, that's that doesn't really make sense, no, does it? No. We'll no. come up with it. We'll think of it. Maybe we'll someone can help us. Mm. Under pressure uncles? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right now. I told yeah, you. Yeah, I'm all right. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, we'll come up with it. Don't worry. Anyway, about. so yeah, I found a couple of other things just online, like I always do, because there's a million things online. People and, you, and you live online. Anonymous posts. Uh, so I'm actually going to look at my screen now, and I'm going to share these with you. Oh, you're going to look at your screen and not yourself for once. Yeah. Well, That's I've good. been really trying not to, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I've been like, I've been looking around, like, oh, oh, <laughs> looking at you on the screen. Oh. Um. Right. First one. Someone put this. It's all anonymous, so I'm just going to read it. What is it? What first? How many have we got? What? How are we doing this? There's three. Okay. There's three things. Uh, I'm going to read them to you. I'm just going to get your... It's like a quick fire. Okay. Just all get right, a reaction right, to it. Okay, Don't right. waffle on. All right. Okay. All right. All right. But just reaction. First one. Please, can someone help me get my facts straight on something? Should I be making arrangements for my contracted days off? I am contracted and paid for 2.5 days, but I'm expected to plan and arrange the other days when I'm not in school teaching <laughs> my class. Um, I'm sure the answer is that I should not, but I want to be clear before I say anything. Go. Yeah, you answered it. You said, do you, sorry, do you plan for Saturdays? Your full-time stuff. Do you plan for Saturday and Sunday full-time? <laughs> no! Don't do, what do you mean? Okay. Yeah, I'm a 0.6 contract, but I'm a one for planning. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Are you paid for it? No. No. But they could be. That's the one thing to bear in mind. I'd say to that person. Yeah. Check, check, your, check your contract. Well, Make sure you're not signed. 2.5 days, you said. 2.5. They said, 
Yeah, they paid for 2.5 days. Contracted right. and paid for 2.5 days. Go. So, yeah. so you don't think again where you don't read it properly. You <laughs> no, say, well, I it could said that. be. I said that. She, I said she, that. She could have been full time for all <laughs> we know. That's true. No, she couldn't. Two yeah. and a half days. No, yeah. It sounds like she's not been paid for it. <laughs> yeah, clarify it. Um, because I think as people who work part time, uh, when I signed my contract, uh, there were some clauses really clearly laid out. Really clearly laid out. Like, I've got no problem. I've never had an issue at all being part time and yeah. thinking that I'm being taken advantage of. Yeah. Because certain things, like, for example, you know, it was very clearly stated that when I agreed to this contract and I, I did my three days a week, that on the two parents evening in, in the year, mm. if it falls on a day that I'm not in, I'm to come in and do them. Yeah, but it's all laid out and clear. Really clear. And yeah. I signed it. And yeah. I'm like, cool, that's absolutely fine. Because it's literally written there. I signed it. Absolutely fine. No no dramas. Nice. This is the next one, okay? This one, this is this is the one I think that's going to make you like... Rrr. Okay. What, like what did I get? Yeah, that's, that's what good. you're going to be like. Yeah, right. If you're not watching, make sure you watch the uh, video for the podcast. Spotify. On Spotify. On Spotify, you can watch. Give us a five-star review because we're 4.9 still and I want to be five. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that average back <laughs> up. Right. Ready? SLT have just given me some new information an hour ago. The very important context. Context. This was on a Sunday. This post came out on a Sunday. Yeah. Okay. SLT have just given me some new information how, how? an hour ago. How? Sorry, I let you finish. By, by an email, <laughs> which which has meant I've had to redo everything and they expect it done before tomorrow, as in before Monday morning. In brackets, I'm a phase leader. I don't. I really don't want to go in tomorrow now as I'm so stressed and I haven't even started replanning it all yet. This was a Sunday. It was an email. It was like midday. Yep. So I'm going to start off with emails, right? Yep. I actually have no problem at all whenever anyone sends an email. Yeah. Don't neither. bother me. Like there are some schools who be like, do you know what? We're going to put an email ban. We're going to put an email ban. You cannot email after a certain time. Yeah. Or at the weekend. Annoying because I, if I think of something, I'll forget it. Yeah. I want to be able to email it straight away. What there should be a ban on mm. is ever being expected to access those emails. Yeah. So who cares when emails are sent? But I will never, if I send an email on Saturday morning because I mm -hmm. think of something, yeah. I would never ever expect A, anyone to read it before 8 a.m. on Monday mm -hmm. or B, anything to be actioned within a reasonable time after when I expect them to read it. Yeah. So if, if I'm asking them, for example, um, you know, can you just let me know who's in this group? I would hope that on the Monday I'd get that at some point because mm. it's just simply some information, right? If, if it was, oh, um, I want us to relook at that planning again for that English unit. Mm. Um, could you mind having a look at XYZ lesson? I would then think, cool, well, they're not going to open until Monday. And then I need to give them a week to do that because that's unfair. Yeah, because yeah, like, yeah, that's a big job. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a big job. And I also can't direct your time during the week because that's mad. You've already got a full-time job to do. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not just going to say to you, by the way, I need this. Completely, completely toxic. And we, we overuse that word toxic. Yeah, yeah. But this is completely toxic. Yeah. And I hate it when those middle leaders, mm. phase leaders, year group leaders are completely taken advantage mm. of because they feel like, oh, I've got to climb the ladder and put that grind in. It's not that kind of job. Go and put the grind in when you can actually climb the ladder quickly and move up to 50, 60, 70 grand and like working hard in that kind of environment. Yeah. This isn't that job. I think a lot of the advice to that person because it was an anonymous post and people were replying was same with what you said and it was just ignore the email yeah. and pretend you haven't read it and yeah. when on Monday morning they ask you see what they really have like. you done it you say oh let me check my emails what are you talking about mm. and then you read it in front of them to make yeah. the point because do you know what don't be afraid of doing that mm. anyone because they have absolutely no leg to stand on and mm. they know it they're just mm. chancing their arm that you'll read it or feel them or feel like awkward enough to not challenge them no one you no one is going to lose that job or be in any precarious position by just not reading it and on Monday morning reading it. Do you know what the sad thing is though? What? Some people will. 
people and will, it's like, like, will, will be put on things like capability. And oh, stuff. okay, like proper like, topics. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. But, really, oh. but this is what I mean by saying you're absolutely right, but then mm. you get to see where you are. But yeah, I think we yeah. forget sometimes this is people's livelihoods. And to them, kicking up this kind of fuss is going to add a huge stress to their life yeah. that they, they choose. This is what happens. They choose the other stress is better than the huge stress of calling out an entire industry. Yeah, and maybe having to go down unions because they're exactly. making your life hell because you're, you're not playing ball. So the, the people yeah. who ask this know that it's more stressful to kick up a fuss. Mm. They, they often do it to people who are, you know, more easily kind of molded. Mm. And that's why they're in that position. Okay, new advice. Time. Be more spiteful than them. <laughs> <laughs> be as arrogant as I am because if anyone did that to me, I'd make their life more of a hell than yeah. mine. Yeah. So that's yeah. great. Yeah, completely. <laughs> no. And I think if you got to stand up for yourself. If you've got the attitude of like that's acceptable, right? Yeah. yeah. Fair play to you. But mm. do not bring other people into that with you. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous. I knew that would get you uh get you going. Um last one. This is a longer one. So I'm gonna try to re- I'm gonna try to summarize it as I oh, go, but gosh, I don't no. do a very good job. Maybe I when won't. you summarize, you just all, right. you, all you do is miss two sentences. <gasps> all right, okay. That's not summarizing. I know because I can't you just really... miss the story. I'm gonna summarize. Hey guys, I just wanted to ask you, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read it. As a subject leader, I've been Jesus, asked. This is long, <laughs> and it's related as well. Go on, quick. As a subject leader, I've been asked to complete an enormous amount of tasks, which is stressing me out, especially as we're due Ofsted. I've requested for some time out of class, and they have refused this. I work part time, have young kids, and and with a class responsibility, I'm already using my personal time to manage my own class as well as a lot of the subject leader stuff. Sure. So essentially, there, just to summarise. Don't you, do that. You, <laughs> this person teaches a class. Yeah. They're already spending way above and beyond their directed time on just delivering being a good class teacher. Yeah. Not only that, they're a subject leader and then they've got loads of stuff to do, which I assume without TLR. Yeah. They've just been told they need to do. Yeah. And that can only happen in their own spare time. Mm-hmm. And they're being told that that is the case. Do you know what's happening there when they say no to time out to do something? Yeah. They're directing your home time. Yeah. yeah they're yeah, directing yeah. your home life with young children. Yeah. Get in the bin. Yeah. Start saying no. <laughs> start saying, I've got a bin here. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, though, Dylan, because the rest of this post, the whole thing is basically just saying, what should I do? Right. And it does actually basically back up what you were saying a second ago about people are just scared about they're weighing up the stresses. Yeah. They're basically saying for the rest of this whole thing is, should I just do what they say? Um, because they will rain hell on me if I don't and make my life more stressful. Or should I try and challenge it? other way around yeah should i try and challenge it but take on the stress of challenge. them yeah the challenge so yeah. that's basically the rest of the post and did it's you sad, say the it? same thing there's two options i i did the first one <laughs> i gave both the options in it and then i realized the second one i was like it's just saying it the other should way around do this or this or i don't know i think the moral so, of the story is guys that uh still talking about strikes again yes he is oh, here we last go. year we went on strike because of workload nothing changed say no we have to say no we have to do it the um uh, nazut nazwut i never know how to say it nazut, <laughs> i like n-a-s-u-w-t or whatever it is they've they've voted to do um action short strike action and i was like typical don't do the real thing but they're gonna do action short strike action a little bit late but thanks for coming to the party anyway what does that even mean i don't really get that uh so basically it means working to your director time doing nothing extra like literally nothing extra so like going in at half eight leaving it like literally even like all that the stereotypical teacher stuff yeah uh, saying no to anything like do you know basically this yeah saying no to this you're going to deliver your job and whatever doesn't get done outside these contracted hours that's my strike action mm-hmm. and i think that's going to be 
very effective. And I, mm. do you know what I think? I think no one will do it. That's what I think. This, that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> People would rather have eight random days off in a year and achieve nothing apart from losing hundreds of pounds than actually put up the fight day to day to say no. You, what's more powerful, right? Mm. Having the odd day where your school just cover you anyway. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, a bit of disruption, but nothing really changed. And all we're doing is disrupting working parents who already need the money and have had mm. COVID off and have already had that stress. And we we hate the fact we had to do that to the parents. Yeah. What's going to be more effective? Doing that and, and, and like impacting the public more. Or your kids still come to school. Nothing's effective. But you know what? I'm not doing anything extra. Mm. And and as soon as stuff doesn't get done, then we know why and you have to fix it. Yeah. The kids still get care. They still come into, they teach, they learn maths and English. It's fantastic. Mm. We're still giving it our all for the children, which is the number one reason why we love this job. It's time we just stepped up. We really need to step up as a profession and say no. Do you know and the, if we all do it, then they can't fire everyone. The hardest bit about that, and I do agree with it in principle, the hardest bit, which is the ironically the problem, is that the absolute basics of this job mm. like the absolute basics right that you have to do for it to even function as a job already take too long yeah so i think if i was to stick to those like just directed time hours or whatever the hours are i don't think i'd be able to plan and mark yeah genuinely i, I wouldn't be able to plan lessons I, I, yeah. where, when, when am i going to do that there's no time for it in directed time to do it so the kids wouldn't get like so my point here is yeah. it would impact the kids then. okay so, so we had to plan any, plan any lessons okay so worst worst case okay then do what do what i've talked about which is extend your day mm. get in at seven leave at five mm -hmm. that's still more than directed time yeah but don't do anything extra in that time prioritize planning so you've got lessons yeah so always prioritize planning you get your planning done mm -hmm. whatever marking can get done gets mm. done if it can't that can drop off yeah. We talked about last week, there's no point in marking and deliver really good lessons. Yeah. That's the way forward for me. Sorry, yeah, what sure. I got 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 this meet no. Uh, oh, I can do it, but just know that I won't mark any of these books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Everything has a payoff. So <laughs> if you if you're gonna want me to come to a random meeting that because some schools have seven meetings a week yeah. and they're all after school for an hour, if you want me to do that, then that hour is taken out of my marking time. It's not magically adding on. Yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. what happens. So like, oh, can I just have an hour? Not really. Mm -hmm. Not really. Can I, can I just have an hour? Oh, I'm finishing my shift at Asda on the checkout. Hey, oh, can I just have an hour? Oh, overtime. No, no, just want, just, want, just want an hour. Yeah, it's like, yeah, replace yeah, some of the no, shifts. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you can't. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, that turned off. into a nice You're one. On. Thanks for winding me up. That's all right. That was really cool. I like winding you up. Um, nice. But yeah, TAs are awesome, aren't they? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. They are amazing. We love you, TAs. I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.